What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Whatever you're into, with Amazon Prime, you can go deep. So if you're all about pop right now, you could watch pop documentaries on Prime Video. Discover pop playlists on Amazon Music Prime. And if you're really serious, order a rhyming dictionary with fast free shipping from Prime. From shopping to streaming to saving, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. I love driving with Uber because I have access to 24-7 live support. As a female driver, I need to feel protected. Uber has my back for sure. Uber, earn like a boss. Sign up to earn today at uber.com slash boss. Forever. Dog. Like I will say... I think I brought it up on this podcast before, but it, but but this movie touched on like, for me, I don't know if it's a black thing, but like how black people are treated in the medical system. Like, you know, when me and my partner had our medical emergency, like the way I was particularly treated was a big thing. It was like, um, almost like I was treated like the villain. It was like, uh, wasn't allowed anywhere near the ambulance, wasn't allowed like in the back, even though my name was on the emergency contact, like the doctor wouldn't give right. me information. But because um, you weren't family. Yeah, but the thing is, but but legally, whoever's on that emergency contact should be able to get that information. And oh, is that I true? Was. Yes, and I was. And then even on top of that, when I finally was let in the back, I was able to see, like, I had to get a doctor removed because literally, you know, a partner is in pain and, like, the nurse is like, hey, she's in pain here. This white dude doctor is, like, trying to test it and is, like, pushing aggressively down. So much so that I thought it was a problem, but I'm looking at the nurses, the female nurses, who, like, are now up in arms. And I'm like, this... I know people heard Serena Williams talk about it. People heard Beyonce, like famous, rich black women talk about this stuff. And like being in a room where it's like these doctors were supposed to take care of us and, mm-hmm. you know, our women and things of that nature. And just saw the disregard for pain that this black woman had. And the thing that's so funny is I watched that same doctor go across like an emergency room. Um, they had kind of like, a, you know, just a little curtains so I could see him go over to this white girl and like was super fucking gentle like I, his cadence was different wow um his physicality was different and it was something that again not only that i peep but like this nurse you know god bless her 
helped me file a complaint and get him removed. You know what I'm saying? So we had to bring in a black oh. woman and this Asian doctor. And this is like a life-threatening situation. And I'm looking right. at this white dude and I'm like, if I wasn't here, God knows what this little motherfucker would have done. And also, how many, how many times has this happened? You know, like, we're not rich. And I'm looking like, I've heard Beyonce, one of the probably the most famous black women outside of Michelle Obama talk about the same thing. Has she experienced it? Serena Williams, probably one of the most famous athletes who will ever live, talks about the same thing. And even in this movie, you know, when he talks about how he wasn't even allowed to be in the room, that is not the case for everybody. Yeah. Um, and I just wonder, like, what? Yeah, like, what is it? You know what I mean? It's, it, it's one of those things where I feel like it's such a disregard for blackness. And I know we talk about it all the time, but it happens in so many small ways. And that is a major way, especially when, like, you're going to the place for help. You know what I mean? Like, you're literally, yeah. go, I'm only, you only go to the hospital, especially, no one goes to the ER for a good reason. Like, that's not the, that's not the place you just drop in to be like, let me get this checkup. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, I go to parties sometimes, but yeah. yeah you go party right, in that yeah. joke? No, yeah, sometimes, yeah, yeah. sometimes you go party it's just like, every now and then. It, it'd be who, the spot do you party, sometimes. Do you party in the front or do you party in the back? In the back. I mean, oh, okay. Come on, brother. I uh, see. I had to wait. I had to wait an hour before I got in the back. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the VIP. VIP section. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see, I, they had the curtains and they had the yeah. waters. Yeah. I didn't get no have, water they either. They got a lot of. You got a lot of curtains, man. It's yeah. Nice. Oh, they didn't cool. have a curtain when I went in the back. They just left that drain yeah. wide open. And I got no oh, water. Okay. Damn. Uh, that's... No water, man. You yeah, gotta bro. get the fluids. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. but yeah you know i mean i mean i don't know if that's the positive code open but i was like it's just one thing i could not take away from while watching this movie it's like yeah yo it's so trash it's so trash yeah and like you can't complain because who you gonna complain to like literally i'm pretty sure we, i found a formal complaint right. and i'm pretty sure that doctor is still a doctor somewhere with like right. just, well, of course. he just I mean, didn't no work way. with you that time yeah like, that, that dude but that probably, was it <laughs> probably did it to more people after I left. You know what I'm saying? Even after the complaint was filed and was like registered. I was like, I want to make sure it's on record. And it's like, yeah. that dude probably, nothing happened. Didn't get no dock and pay. Well, didn't have to go to no classes. Like, you know, we, especially, we're, we're so dependent on doctors and there's, they, hold, hold, uh, they hold such a position of authority. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And mm -hmm. so you kind of, it's like, I mean, it's what like cops should be, right? Like, it's like, there are these people who you're like, oh, I'm supposed to trust you, you know, that you mm -hmm. have my best interests, uh, mm -hmm. you know, at heart. And then you realize that they don't. And then it's weird because it's like it's it feels hard for somebody who didn't go to medical school to argue with a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah, like you're yeah. like, it's like it's like we I have to I feel like this isn't right, but like it's hard i'm like you, i don't have a you medical know. degree yeah. you yeah. you kind of know but also this doesn't you know like you're right like who do you go to i don't know i don't know i'm i'm lucky enough to not have had any experiences like that but i know tessa has that all the time and especially because she you know does have an understanding of <laughs> to oh, some yeah. degree of like medicine and stuff and um has to like fight with doctors who like you know, because like doctors will not believe black people and black women, especially. I think that's yeah. insane. It's, it it feels it feels so purposeful. It's like it's almost like I I hate to say this, but it's like I don't expect a lot of respect from certain people just based mm -hmm. on what my skin looks like, and even if they see I have a tattoo, I already know. Like depending on where you're from, like I, I'm prepared for whatever. But to me, it's like the way specifically the medical community treats black women 
I just don't, I personally don't understand like what. Yeah. It feels like, purposeful in a way. It's like, I don't know, man. And they don't do that to every other race. Like, it, like it's not like right, they do yeah. it to like just women in general. It's like, no, this is, they, they do this bullshit to but black it also, women. But it, but it, I, I do think to a degree, it is like women in general. And then it's even worse, right? Mm. Like it's even worse with, uh, with black women. And then like, as you saw, like how mm. you were treated versus like how there was a white woman that came yeah. in, you know. I mean, don't get it twisted. Who, who, who taught these people, man? Where, where their fatherhood? <laughs> I mean, fatherhood's a tough one, Bray. Yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. I could, I probably should have told the I'm story. I'm just saying, who raised about. them? You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to, I want to see where their fatherhood. Where their where fatherhood? fatherhood? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it, 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 you learn a lot from somebody's lineage if you know. Where their fatherhood? Just don't say it another time. Like it's supposed to make. Are you trying to say like? <laughs> are you trying to say like fatherhood? Like where fathers live or something? Yeah, I don't like where their like, fatherhood at? Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Where they come? Where they come from? Where Where is their fatherhood? <laughs> you actually don't even like this transition, do you, Bray? Like I feel like you don't even like this. With each new line, he feels even better about. No, it. I don't know if he likes this. I want to know, you know, because my dad grew up in Cleveland, but these doctors wear their fatherhood. Okay. All right. Well, let's, why don't we just transition into the show now? <laughs> now I'm understanding why this guy gave us a four stars for the transition. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> All right. Let's start the show. <laughs> Jonathan Raylock, James the Third, Drop Milligan, Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Hey, hey, you got up there and you and you talked, man. You 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 talked. I thought you might have written something down. I thought you might have written something down first. But you got up there and you, you, you spoke your mind. Hey, man, that's a pretty good rail. <laughs> that's a pretty good rail, man. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate that. That's a pretty good rail. Yeah, Thank man. You. Honestly, yeah. good job. Good job. That was Thank pleasant. You. I'll take mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> he's, got a, he's got a distinctive ac accent. I wonder where his fatherhood. Wow. Stop. Why Are you, you doing that? We already out of this. Well, <laughs> I just, just, just in case, we I just said it again because I think I know some people skip the transition and I wanted them to. <laughs> no, <laughs> some people just skip ahead. They they hear they're like, I don't like this cold open. So I wanted them to hear what, what the cold open was. You can't call so me petty. This is this is this you is know, just in case, I just, it's just like gotcha, you know. You try to you try to miss it, but I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. Uh, oh, that's so uh, funny. Anyway, <laughs> this hilarious voice that you're listening wow, to, yeah. you know, <laughs> you might be thinking, is that Dave Chappelle? No, it, it's not. Wait, it's what? A, no, just because of how funny it is, you know, not 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 because of the sound, but you're like, that's wow. that's funny. I'm I'm thinking Dave Chappelle. No, this voice is Jonathan Braylock. Okay. Oh my god! Right. Uh, this tired voice is that of Gerard Milligan, and this voice is James the Third. It's way too slow. Um, <laughs> you know, but it was pleasant. It was like that was very that was like a little soothing okay. voice. That was mm -hmm. calm. No squeaks. I tried. No. I tried to. I, yeah, I tried to limit the squeaks. Yeah. This is going like to be a, a limited squeaks episode. Oh, okay. Wow. 
Yeah, well, we'll see. I don't th- know. Th- <laughs> this is a film. <laughs> this is a film review podcast. We review the films of leading black actors. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. And today we are reviewing uh, the 2021 film Fatherhood, Netflix film starring Kevin Hart. I think it was only really Netflix exclusive. Wasn't yep. released in theaters, so no box office. But it does have a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's fresh. 69% audience score. Yeah, it's also uh, starring Lil Rel. We got, um, of course, Alfred Wood- Woodard in here. And let's see, who who's this little girl? Melody, Melody Hurt from Battle She's at so Big good. Rock. Hey, She's so good. The Jurassic oh, World Universe represent. What's that? What's Battle at Battle Big at Rock? Battle at Big Rock, the short film they made like two years ago. Oh, she's the daughter oh. in it? She's the daughter in it. She's the one with the crossbow. <laughs> oh, that's fire. Good for her. Okay. Yeah. We had Dewanda Wise. Dewanda Wise. Yeah, she was great. Uh, Anthony Kerrigan, who's in Barry. <laughs> yes, No Ho Hank. And Frankie Faison, of course. Oh, Deborah. Yes. Deborah. Um, how do you pronounce her last name? Um, Aurinde? She, I knew she looked familiar. She's in them, that that Amazon oh. show. So is Melody. No, oh. they don't have that poor little girl in that show. <laughs> is she really? I believe oh, so. No. Yes, she is. Yeah, no. I didn't see it, but she's also in it. Yes. No, yeah. she plays Gracie. Don't have that girl in that show. Well, she is. She's too sweet. What that. is this battle at Big Rock? I've never seen it. Yeah, it's a short it's film. Bad. Andre Holland's in it also. It's just like people going camping and then they get run up on by dinosaurs. It's like a short little eight minute thing. Are they in the movie? In the, huh. the, the new movie? Uh, I don't think they're cast in the movie, but I think it gives you sort of a sense of like what that movie's going to be like. Like teasing this next film? Yes, but also they I, made a short I, I do think that there's it? a series in development that's like going to potentially be like... Huh people dealing with it in the real world and that's like sort of like a backdoor pilot kind of that's kind of fun you know what i'm talking about so yeah this movie i mean it's pretty simple it's about a man who loses his wife right after uh she gives birth to his daughter uh maddie and he has to raise the daughter by himself single father um and the ups and downs the trials and tribulations of that that's it so we got um, oh wow, Dewanda's in. Speaking of Jurassic Park, she's in the new one. There it is. Okay. See, see all the all the connections. Them Jurassic World. It's all happening. It's all of these. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, who who wants to go first? Should I go first? Sure. sure. Well, yeah. I this I felt like this was a very delightful, f- fun movie. Like it was. I think the acting was pretty solid all around it did a really good job of balancing the like comedy and the seriousness you know it was like i was surprised at how much i like laughed out loud there was like a lot of like legitimately funny moments in it maybe it was a tad uh long but you know that's just movies in general are usually too long but it was it was nice it was really it, it was touching to see like i don't i don't have the experience being raised by a single parent so i just imagine how hard i could just imagine how hard that is and to do it as a single dad is also pretty it's like uniquely tough because i think it's it's real that society kind of doesn't look at single fathers the same way they look at or single mothers i don't know if they i don't know if single fathers get as much support 
even though obviously single uh, moms deserve a lot of support. It's just that I think I've heard from people that I know that when it's a dad kind of raising a kid by themselves, it's a little, it's a little bit harder. People don't have the same kind of like deference, but um, as we kind of see played out a little bit in the film, which was nice, but it was, it, it was also just a good movie about family and about mm-hmm. loss. And yeah, I don't know. It was touching. It was a, it was a definitely a nice movie to watch at home with somebody you know, somebody you love, maybe. Oh, Yeah, it was yeah. sweet. I really liked it, too. I thought Kevin Hart's acting was really good. I was really shocked at some of the, like, um, scenes where he's crying, where they, like, don't cut away. They're like, we're just going to sit here and, <laughs> and we're going to, yeah. like, we're going to really focus on him and, and see him get through this. I thought that Dewanda, Melody, uh, that really crushed it. The story was really interesting and moving. I did, I mean, it did to me have that feeling of like something adapted from a book that like has like a lot of stuff that we don't have time to get into. There were like plenty of scenes where it was like, huh, I'm, I'm like interested in what's actually happening during this passage of time, like between other characters that we're not focusing on right now. You know, that kind of thing, like where we, we, you know, when he, like, leaves the daughter in um, Mississippi? Where are they from? Uh, oh, um, Chicago. Uh, He's in when, Boston. The family's in Chicago. The family's in Chicago. When he leaves her in, in Chicago and he's like, you know, and we spend, I don't know how much time away from her before he goes back to her. It's just like, oh, like... Is he FaceTiming her? Like, are we going to see these kinds of things? Like, little right, just right. <laughs> little stuff like that. That's one example, but sort of happened throughout that I, you know, that I think is just indicative of these things adapted from from novels that, like, then have to be squeezed into two-hour movies. But I really enjoyed it. It was very moving. Cat cried the whole time. <laughs> I don't think she had a dry eye the whole movie. Um, and so, yeah, it was really cool. I can't wait to, to get into it and talk about it more specifically. Yeah, man, I did enjoy this movie. I, I, I agree with Bray. Where I was like, man, this ain't a little long. I really did enjoy Kevin because Kevin got to do the thing, man. He got to be still funny yeah. in it, and he still got to be dramatic in it. And and the thing is, it's one of those. This one, man, it sucks. This is one of those movies. I feel like if you had just like a straight up dramatic actor, people would have been like, oh my god, did you see it? Whereas yeah. I feel like sometimes comedians have that thing of having to prove they're real humans too, not just things that make you laugh. Uh, and that's. Respect wise is a little bit of a, a a a damper, so I'm happy. Like they, I'm happy that the director did just linger on his face. Like you're right, James. Like there's like three or four times. It's no cutaways. It's just like the camera shot is lingering on his face. Like especially when he finds out that she passes away without the doctor saying it. It was like it was just on him, like in real time. And I'm like that that feeling in the hospital room too. That feeling of like yo, there's nothing you can do, and like you just have to wait. And then. You know, hearing him talk about it later of like, yo, I wasn't even allowed to just be in there. I thought I thought was like, you know, I can relate to that. I was like, that's some real shit. So so I enjoyed it, man. I I I think my issue with the movie is, which is probably not the movie's fault, but I have a problem that is on Netflix because like I feel like we heard about it, but then it went away so fast. It's like it yeah. like yeah, that's true. It's like it just felt like, yeah, for that weekend it was dropped. I feel like Netflix more... I was just saying this the other day that Netflix more than any other streaming service, maybe because it's the amount, mm-hmm. like feels like it swallows movies. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Like, I, like I was like, oh, I've seen a lot of the HBO Max movies and they, I guess they only do like one every like few weeks or mm-hmm. one every month or something like that. But like Netflix be dropping movies 
like nonstop. And if you don't catch it and it's kind of gone and because they don't really promote their films that much and they're like relying on buzz, but it's like, I don't know, like maybe something else was happening that week and then it's gone. You know what I mean? Like it's so hard for Netflix movies to strum up buzz. Did, did Kevin Hart also like recently say something that people were like, uh, again, <laughs> like I feel like he, ahead he, of he his... did. He talked about he talked about um, cancel culture. He had an interview about yes. cancel culture, which people got mad. I feel about. like every single come- older comedian has been asked yeah. about cancel. I feel like it's the standard thing. Like when every whenever somebody has something to you know, report, some interviewer is like, "And what do you think about cancel culture?" You know, it's yeah, like, it's, it's, like, it's, it's and it sucks. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not trying to defend what anybody says. I'm just saying it is annoying that we're at this point where like every like every media outlet is trying to get some like you know what i mean like it's like they're fishing they're digging when you answer the question they're like "Ooh, we're trying to cancel you it's like man shut like my thing is look man there's so much to worry about and i'm like at least when this movie came out it's like this movie was produced by the obamas and it's like to me the message of this movie is getting drowned by everything else where it's like this is a single black dad you know, a single black dad who America is known to shit on, like black dads, period. Like whether they're in jail, whether they're this, whether that. The 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 amount of times we've seen movies or shows about a good black dad, not the uncle who gotta come in and take over, but the dad. Like it's so far in between. So to see this dude who is just trying to figure it out, I thought like it kind of—I don't know why—but it kind of hurt me a little bit. I was like, "Yeah, I feel like this this deserved more." Kevin was a bigger star than that. Like the Obamas, like higher ground. I was like it, it, it felt like it deserved as much attention as Sex Life got. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. there's no reason I should see more promo for Sex Life than a show, a movie produced by the Obamas and starring Kevin Hart. It just don't make sense to me, yo. It just really doesn't, and it's like. If this was Adam Driver, I'm pretty sure it would have worked out differently. Um, and I felt very comfortable saying that. If this was like, this was like, you know, Paul Rudd, some other white dude, it would have been treated it, so it, differently. It also came out like it didn't come out during award season, right? And it, and it, it came out in that like, I feel like this came out in like what March? It came out Father's Day. Like there was nothing yeah. else out. It came out, it came it came out, out Father's, Father's Day. Day. Like th- like it was. It came out like. Wow. Yeah, there was nothing else popping. Come out? I thought this came out so long. Nah, bro, this was out. like not that long ago. In June, yeah, June eighteenth. Wow. Like, um, yeah, but but yeah, I mean, that is it's it is what it is. I, I think it's true about most the vast majority of Netflix. There's a yeah. Netflix film right now out with um, John David Washington and like Alicia. Right, Vikander. I just saw that. I just saw. I, mean, saw I haven't I seen the like, movie. What? I just saw the trailer. I was like, I had, I heard for. nothing about this. The only reason I know is because I was scrolling Netflix when I saw it on there. I just want some of these movies. I do think, like, I, I do think, and I'm, I'm done my review, but just getting into it. I do think there's a thing of like, you know, it is harder to make movies like this. Um, for that, I mean, it was hard. It was always hard. Like, it, it's right. harder now. But I do think, you know if we want to see black people be able to be in movies where again, like he ain't a thug in this movie. It like, no one's come at him for his race. He's just literally a black person dealing yeah. with a humanistic issue. Yeah. I think we do have to figure out a way to like, or studios or whoever has to figure out a way to support it. So that more people can see it. So that we have a future of actually humanizing black people versus like having this big six, seven black dude trying to save the world 
or like but fighting feel, off an I, alien or some shit. I also um, just feel like to, I just want to voice this because I, f- I feel like Kevin Hart specifically gets attacked right before these big swings that he's, that he takes, like, like right before Untouchables came out. Or what was it called? What are they reading? It, oh, right. Intouchables. It was, Intouchables. Intouchables. But it had a different, it's a different name, right? Oh, it's, yeah, a diff- yeah, yeah. it's a different name for the U.S. release. But, it, but you know, he got his old tweets resurfaced. And also that was yeah. right before Oscars. That was what that was. But like also that movie was coming out and then that movie comes out in January and it gets overlooked. Then like he, I just remember him being so excited talking about fatherhood coming out in the summer. <laughs> and then, And then like, I don't know, like three weeks before it came out, like this cancel culture thing came out and it was just like, we don't want to hear about this. Just promote your movie. Like, why are we? And, it, you know, and it just feels like the stuff gets shoved yeah. under the rug because because of that like and i think it's a unique thing that is happening to him he keeps trying to like level up in there's a few it's not just him but there's like it's it's like a select few people but he's definitely one of those people who get targeted for sure where it's like and they're asking him questions trying to get him to say something like that they can put a slap a headlight on i i remember because i remember they did this with billy crystal i think yeah he had a movie come out and i read mm-hmm. the interview and it was like the headline made it sound like he went on some rant about cancel culture and then when you actually read it it was like literally like one sentence like he was like i would love to talk about my movie and like and like said so- like said like something very s- small and flippant and they took that one <laughs> thing and they made it the headline of the article yeah you know yeah. anyway we know that like it, even the new york times does clickbait like it's just like that's just that's see but i think it's media more has, than that though Bray. Right? yeah i think it's like i think it's specifically like to me it usually happens when a black man and, and and I'm speaking from a black man's perspective, so I'm pretty sure like there's going to be people of um, different um, groups. Like I remember when this happened to such and such. So I'm talking from a black man's perspective. It's something about when a black man tries to upgrade and like do something that is not what people expected. Do more. It's like, I think about the same thing when like you know outside of um, acting, but like when LeBron when the school was about to come out. It was like so much. So many people were talking about LeBron and like his attitude and shit. And I was like, yo, every time it feels like some black dude wants to exceed a thing that he wasn't allowed to do, it's like, wh- what can what can we do to break this down? Literally, I think about like um, the Oscars, and it's like, yo, man, again, what you say it wasn't cool, but again, I'm like, my man apologized like three, four years ago, and it's like now we're bringing it back, and it's like it didn't come back until he was awarded this thing that he worked hard for. It's like when I think about the interviewer who we do not know the name of, who brought up cancel culture, we don't know that person. Like we have no, we cannot sit here right now and be like, this person is famous, this interview did this. All we know is that Kevin Hart said he's tired of cancel culture because that's all that person wanted from him. That's all that clickbaity thing was. And it's like, it's an attempt to me to like, stop that progress is like what it seems like when you look at Hollywood and I'm looking like the movies that black men in particular are getting greenlit it is literally the gigantic black dude who is you know literally about to get even more Jack to fight and beat somebody up to beat up like a robot to beat up an alien. talking about The Rock like that though? I don't know. Yeah, I know. A gigantic It ain't black just dude. The Rock. <laughs> the thing is, it ain't just The Rock. Like I was watching this Kevin Hart interview with Don Cheadle that I know everyone's been posting because it's like oh, super funny. funny. Yeah. But when you think about Don Cheadle, Don Cheadle is to me an actor that like 
and Denzel, I think, are like the actors that like we as black people like really need to look at. It's like you look at the Robert De Niro's, you look at the Al Pacino's, you look at like every normal looking white dude. Right, who gets to be in these Oscar movies, who can go do a comedy. Don Shooter's been able to do that. And he's a regular. And I don't mean that in a disrespectful way, I mean it in a good way. Like he is a black dude who gets to achieve these things. And looking at Kevin Hart in this movie, like he's just trying to do it. Like he's trying to do the same thing Melissa McCarthy did. He's trying to do the same thing Robin Williams did. Literally, the comedian who's like, yo, I'm more than just these jokes. Let me be a human. And like people just won't let this man do it. And it's like frustrating to watch, yo. It's so frustrating. Because like even if he does it on his own and get black people to support him, like he did with the Obamas, there's still a white reviewer or interviewer who's gonna try to do something to take him down at some point. Like that's literally every single way. It's just frustrating, man. Cause it's like, God damn, what are you supposed to do? Like, Kevin Hart is the biggest comedian of all time. Like, factually. Money-wise, like, factually, he has done more than any comedian, black, white, Asian, indigenous, man, woman has done. Right? And yeah, people still are like, hey, man, that's enough. <laughs> that's en- I mean, you, you, that's enough. You know, it's just, it's just disheartening we, we cool. sometimes. We cool, brother. <laughs> we, we already saw, I mean, Jumanji was funny, but all right, cool. <laughs> It, it does also speak to his success that he's like he hasn't been canceled and he has he keeps getting to do that like he was the, did that Snoop Dogg thing with the Olympics right. you know yeah. like yeah companies have been like he, he, yeah he, this he, is he, fine <laughs> yeah no he has somehow managed to he has that J.K. Rowling thing where it's like we canceling you. And they're like, all right, cool. I'm back. But, <laughs> like, but I think it's different than JK. Well, I'm not going. Yeah, it's definitely different, different than JK Rowling. Like, She's like, like I do well, think not in terms of what she doubles down on her. Not ter- right. Not in terms of. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's the in terms of frequent canceling and like, yeah. but still new shit keeps coming. Well, I also think that Kevin <laughs> isn't stupid enough to like JK not yeah, understand yeah. when he messes up. No, it's know. like, if you mess up and you don't know, you apologize and learn from it. Whereas I think some of these other people are like, I said what I said. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Listen, yeah. Nobody's going to cancel Harry Potter. You know what I mean? They, right, they might like right. say they're canceling Jake, but you know, we, we still going to go to Harry Potter world. You oh, know? bro, listen, there's a Harry Potter store <laughs> in New York. <laughs> what you think? We ain't going to go to <laughs> Harry Potter world. Hey, listen, hey, I'm back next week. Let's go to Harry Potter world, baby. Come on. <laughs> Let's oh, go. No. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoying earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earner today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump under podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump 
under podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Lay's. Lay's Potato Chips proudly grow potatoes on over 100 farms across North America. That's right. You're living in a nation full of golden stuff. From 23 million potatoes in Virginia to 366 million potatoes in California in 2022 alone. You can thank your farmers for making your Stay Golden moments possible. Lay's. Stay Golden. To learn more, head to goldengrowshere.com. So, you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though, sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. This episode is brought to you by Snickers Ice Cream. The only thing that'll chill you out when you're about to find your zen and... Your neighbor whips out their new drum set. Made with 100% real peanut butter ice cream, smooth caramel, crunchy peanuts, and covered in a chocolatey coating. When you're out of sorts, Snickers ice cream chills you out. Buy it now at your local retailer. Anyway, let's talk about this movie. Uh, I do like how it starts. I I, I thought the directing and was, was nice. You know what yeah. I mean? It was... This was this it, was tough yeah. because I didn't know I hadn't seen any trailer and I didn't know I don't know how much the trailer leans into like us knowing when he's single like if we know he's single when the, when it's when she's we just a baby or if we mm. know that he's right. single when she's older but like setting it up where it's like a funeral and then they're cutting to and from her being pregnant I was like she's right. gonna die in childbirth I was well, so yeah. it was so it was yeah. too much it was too it was I just hard deal man. With it. it was too much the, the tension of the first maybe 10 maybe 15 20 minutes of this movie because I can't I don't remember how long they, they took that out but like yeah. all of the tension of that was too it was too much to deal it was even harder when you realized that like she was able to have the baby and everything was going well. And then something happened. Right. So, Cause you thought she was going to die during childbirth yeah, because yeah. it was early. And then, and it's true. Like there's so much tension there. Like, I, like you just keep, they're like, it's like a happy moment. You're like, but I can't be happy. I know she's going to die. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was surprising. And I'm happy we got a chance to see her too. Cause I feel like sometimes in these movies, Definitely. like we don't see the love and like, yeah. The, the woman that's adored is like, because again, this movie does have one of those those situations where like something happens to like um, the the protagonist's like wife or girlfriend, and that pro- propels him to like do whatever he has to do in this movie, right? Um, but in this case, but in this case, like that is the <laughs> that is the story. Yeah, that, that is the story. Yeah. You know, where sometimes it's like. And the woman's gonna die, and now yeah. the man, you know, like, and now he has to find the courage he didn't have before. <laughs> right. right, it wasn't about that. No, it was no, no, more no. like this is the inciting, and this is the thing that, which is why we have a movie because like he was gonna have, he was gonna raise his child, he was gonna raise his child anyway. Yeah. He was, but now it's a lot I, harder. I had a hard time <laughs> watching 
when she gets sick and he was like, what's happening to her? Like that, like yeah, that was yeah. so tough. And then physically watching him being pushed out of that room, I was like, cause then, cause then, cause then everyone's like looking at you for, for answers and you're like, bro, I don't, I don't know. Like yeah. they're not, the, the, when the mom comes up with the gifts, I'm like what happened? And all he can do is like, just like look and kind of point. I'm right. like that. Oh my God. And also Kevin was great in that scene, bro. I'm sorry, I don't care what nobody tells me. He was, he was so great in that scene, good man. Good in this in this he's, opening scene. Yeah. He was good throughout the whole movie to me, man. I think like He's been doing he's been doing really well. I mean, like, I like whatever problems, you know, in terms of like Brian Cranston's casting was the upside, like he that was still a solid movie and he was really good in that too. Oh yeah. He was, <laughs> oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was. yeah. I mean, I mean, again, watching that scene, and it's like one of those things where, like, um, I don't know, maybe because my acting teacher is such an asshole. Um, I love that they had that shot on him when he was in the hallway, because you could see that he wasn't like pre-crying. Um, my, my one of my acting teachers always goes like, if it's a crying scene, like a lot of actors try to work themselves up so they can like get to it. So when they start, like, if you look at certain movies, you was the start the scene and when it cuts to like James and James has to cry his eyes are already kind of reddish yeah, before like, the I thing happens I already cried I was yeah, already like, crying yeah you already kind of pre-did it whereas like when you look at Kevin it's all I mean that's the skill man it's all in real time bro like he's like yeah what's happening what's going on with her and then the lady comes out and it just rests on his face and even in that same shot it just widens out just so the parents come in it's not even like we cut away from him yeah, it's like I, it just, I was genuinely shocked at at the way this was directed and how well it was acted. Like, it was like, it was so shocking. He did such a great job. But, like, that's a star vehicle, man. It's like, hey, bruh, this movie is resting on you and your performance, and I'm not going to shy away from it. It's like, I'm looking at you. Like, we're looking at you. I keep, because I keep thinking about, like, this is talking too much about this because we've already said it before, but I keep thinking about, like, um, like, Clint Eastwood, uh, Clint Eastwood when he was doing Million Dollar Baby before that he was f- famously talking about some movie where he was crying but he chose to turn away from the the, the camera mm. to, to cry and mm-hmm. he got like he got shit for that for critics or whatever and then in and then in Million Dollar Baby he does the same thing but then he he moves the camera to the other side of him so you see his face when he cried. Like, it's him trolling the, the, the reviewer. And so it was just, it really, it, I was really thrown that, like, I mean, you know, it be, I was very, very much like, yeah, this dude's a comedian, but he was, he, I mean, he acted the shit out of this. I think comedians, man, listen, I think you can take a comedian and put them in a drama, but I don't think you can take a dramatic actor and put him in a comedy without people not around well. him, yo. Yeah, I just don't well. think you can do it. Um, like fuck out of here! <laughs> Tell that to John Ham. Wait, what? Wait, what is that? Mean? Isn't John Ham? Isn't he a comedian? Isn't he technically a comedian? He just as handsome Ham. as hell. Nah, what? bro. Like a comedic he actor. As, he started on Mad Men. That was no, a but before then, wasn't he like a like a a guy who was not he doing, doing stand up? Not doing stand up, <laughs> but like a comedic actor is what he wanted. But he just looks like John Ham. Isn't that the thing about him, mm-hmm. or am I making that up? Would you call Don Cheadle a comedian? I would call him like an Whether actor. Whether he wanted to do stuff or not, I feel like he's def- he was definitely a dramatic actor. I know, I mean I, I mean he's dramatic, but I know he's like 
Like to me, Melissa's it's like Don saying, Cheadle. You're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I think he's a dude who likes comedy. He just is handsome. But I'm saying, would you call Don Cheadle? Would you say the same thing about Don Cheadle? I would call Don Cheadle a comedic guy. I would like he could do a comedic guy. He, he could okay, be a comedic right. actor. All right, I'm just trying to figure out what the you know what what's the lanes. What are we saying? <laughs> Only because it's like one of those things where like I don't reason I even know that is because when I did live but in L.A. way back, just when, because he wanted to be doing comedy doesn't mean he was a comedian he didn't do he didn't do comedy i mean he did i mean he did like a comedic role every night but his big role is the dramatic like for yeah. instance but like but like but like it, for him to be a comedian or a, a comedic actor is like i guess for me is like i don't consider him a comedian i do consider him a comedic actor because he can deliver comedy and be funny in it you know what right. i mean like that's the reason i consider it i mean right. Like, I would consider him like Don Cheadle. Like, Don Cheadle can do both. I think John Hamm can do both. Yeah. Right. But he's a... Right. Like, but but he's I guess, yeah. Dramatic. You're saying he's a dramatic... So I guess you would call <laughs> Don Cheadle a dramatic actor who can do comedy? Yeah. That's, yeah. Okay. That's a, even, like, the, funny, the funniest... Even the funniest actors... Like, I don't consider Shia LaBeouf a comedian, even though I probably should, because he literally was a clown. <laughs> he was a literal clown. <laughs> But, okay. but you know what I mean? Like, but even I consider like, him an but actor. See, but it's different. Even that's different because Shia LaBeouf started as a comedic actor because he was on like a sitcom. Right. You know, like right. a Disney sitcom. But, but then sitcom. what about Whoopi? Because Whoopi started in like dramas. Yeah. Well, I mean, then... Whoopi's definitely a comedian. Yeah. She was actor. a comedian. You know, she's a comedian. Because she was actually a stand up. Yeah. But her first right. couple jobs were dramas. Right. Color Jumpy Jack Flash? Color Purple Isn't was her first one. Uh, no, that wasn't her first one. Oh, that wasn't? Oh, was it? I don't know. That wasn't her first. We already role. talked about this on that episode. And I do not. <laughs> I do not remember. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, I do not remember. Oh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> also, why am I defending I John Ham? I'm not defending John Ham. <laughs> this is not. This is not the platform. Okay, like, wait. Hold on. Wait. So this comes. whole beginning though was so frustrating. The parent. The parent. You know. But it all makes sense, right? Um, specifically, Alfred Woodard, but both parents and 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 everybody is like man kevin hart's not gonna be able to raise this kid like no one like citizen <laughs> no one no, thinks he's person. gonna be able to but we we hear it most from the, the moms yeah this was really hard because they were like they were very much like you have to bring this baby home you cannot do this by yourself and like when he said there are no tech jobs there it was just like whew. That was like, so real says, to me. Hey, I already thought about this. It's like this isn't just like some happen. Like I thought about that. I can't. I could. I won't be able to pay for anything if I went there. Um, I mean, yeah, you're right, James. That was tough too because I'm like, if something went down like that, I'm pretty sure that's how everyone would treat me. And like, people don't even trust me to like babysit if Rachel ain't here. You know, what I'm saying? yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm good with kids. Like, no one even trusts me to like watch kids for an hour. If, no if this happened to me. <laughs> If this happened to me, that's how everyone would feel. <laughs> everyone yeah. would feel exactly how they treated Kevin Hart. And, it, and, and I, but the thing that I loved about it is even though we could tell it was coming down really heavy from Alfred Woodard, the movie does a great job of not being like this woman's uh, evil or wrong or she just like, got concerns. She just yeah. was deeply concerned and, you know, and obviously grieving over the loss of of her daughter. And I thought that that was very well done. Yeah. And they humanized her in a great way because you're right. She could have been evil, but even at one point, you know, 
she is generally concerned about him. Like, I think she even, she talks to him about like going out again and like, Hey, you know, maybe you, you not, she doesn't say it. And it was like, we're like, maybe you should move on. Like literally everyone is now yeah. concerned for him. This, it's a great example of how you can have an antagonist that doesn't need to be a two dimensional character. You know, yeah. like <laughs> she's, three-dimensional like it you understand the reasons why she's doing what she doing, and also you're like whoa you're being you're being a little harsh and then also kevin is also his character is also like being a little proud like it's like it's both you know both are kind yeah. of happening where it's like it doesn't are like well why wouldn't you want help like like if she i understand not moving to minnesota but when she was like i'll stay here for six months i'm like Maybe not six, but three. Let's do that. You know? like, <laughs> but I will say, please, thing, like, this... I would love for you to stay here so that I have a like live at home babysitter, like, or somebody who could help me. You know, when this daughter's up at night. One of my friends, her her mom has been with her for three months now, and you know, especially because like Kevin and Alfred Wilder's character don't get along, and it's like that's that's I, yeah. I've seen that loving mom and daughter situation and I can see it get strained because now what's happening is is like with all the help the daughter or Kevin is probably going to want to raise the kid a certain kind of way and the parents going to be like well I know best I already raised the kid so now you got a conflict happening in your house mm-hmm. with your kid and it's like how do you determine like I agree I, I I kind of agree with that but I'm also like it's a it's a baby like I don't know how much like I don't know what I don't know how much conflict you should be given, you know, um, uh, it's like what it, what you got, you got to feed it. You got to change the diaper. You got to put it to sleep. Like yeah. it's not, you're not doing too much here. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And if she's like, this is how you wrap a diaper. I'd be like, sure, go ahead and wrap the diaper. But care. it's, and then his, but his pride really does come into play here, even though they don't, even though he doesn't, Obviously, yeah. he would never say that out <laughs> out loud to them. Yeah. But, like, it's certainly a pride thing of, like, if she's around and he and he knows that she <laughs> is judging how he's doing it, he's going to – that's going to also instigate For fights, sure. Right? For sure. And so, like, so that's why he's just, like, he was very all or nothing. But, like, like please just leave when my mom leaves. Yeah we need this buffer we need whatever this yeah. is. and, and I, we don't know how long I, I that it. was either like we don't know how long yeah. that was she a, showed that was up a randomly time. for the doctor's appointment which i'm like i'm happy she did but i'm like Goodness. yo she was she in shock almost in for the doctors. yeah that was wild was almost in shock when he didn't mess it up and the doctor was like yo you know your wife will be proud like like it took that it took that moment for her to be like yeah. all right let, let me let this dad father his own kid right. <laughs> you know no, I was just going to say, I do think that, like, if it's a, if it's a single mom, less people would be like, how are you going to do this? But like, you know, like, they'd be, like, yeah. be like, whatever you need to, whatever support or help you need, you know, like, they're not like, like you are, you're going to scoot this baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you better oh. give us your baby. Literally, they were like, she was like, give me the kid. I was like, yo. <laughs> This is yeah, wild. <laughs> like this is. Yeah. I, I will say I loved his friend support system because I think um, how they handled Rail in this movie. I'm very yeah. Like I like when they great. have comedians, but they don't let them go off the rails. I feel like after a while, some people just let motherfuckers just start improvising and stuff. And it was like, no man, Rail played a friend who was a human, not just here to deliver jokes. Um, 
also, I realized Real can make a lot of things funny that I'm not sure are supposed to be funny. Like when he was watching the baby walk, and I knew it was supposed to be, <laughs> I knew he was being very emotional, <laughs> no, I but I was, was cracking up. No, I think it was supposed to be fun. Like he, because it hit him so hard. <laughs> like, I don't think it was, a, like, it was like, why did this hit him that hard? Yeah. That thing was killing me. That was funny. Like, he was fun. I, no, you're right, Gerard, because it, it's like they, he was in the pocket with all the improv. Like, because yeah. sometimes you'd be watching movies, you're like, all right, just, enough of the improv. Like, yes, like we could yes, tell. Yeah. Like, yes. it's just going on. It's yes. like, it doesn't feel real. But, like, his was, like, just, like, it kept, it, it like, just real enough, like, pushing that line. And then he would, and Rose also is just another great actor. Like, he great, really is, yeah. man. Comedic actor. Yeah. Like, I mean, watching him, like, we, uh, you know, I think we, we've seen him when he was in New York, um, you know, during the Friends of the People era. But, like, watching him now, and it's and it's so funny because watching him and to me, I don't know what it is, but watching him embrace like the adultness in himself, like the gray hair, I feel like his body physically isn't just um, comedic relief. He feels grown. He feels like the right. funny grown man in this movie who's like, and this he's supposed to be kind of a ladies man. And then he doesn't even play that shtick up of like, yeah, right. You know, um, I, I, I really like what he's doing. I'm, I'm very happy he gets to lead his first movie. His his movie with Yovane this year, I think. Is it coming out this year? Oh, let me look that up. It's like him. Yeah. We know. Let, d- d- this is Uncle Dave. A movie before. Erasure. Like, how you going? <laughs> Uncle Drew. Uncle Drew. Oh, Uncle Drew. snap. I'm so, Uncle Drew. Lead Uncle Drew. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I forgot all about Uncle Drew. We were viewed. Uh, it's the lead his first movie. What you talk about? I'm sorry. Yeah, baby. I'm Uncle sorry. Drew, baby. That's my bad. <laughs> we went to a screening of Uncle Drew. How did mm-hmm. I forget <laughs> Oh, uh, sorry. I'm sorry, uh, but no, I like him, man. I, I really, I really like everything he did in here. Uh, what is it called? Uh, uh, yeah, damn, he got movies on movies lined up. Good God! Um, I mean, remember he's been in a lot of movies. He was in freaking Bird Box or what was it called? Yeah, Bird Wait, Box. Wait, he was in Bird Box. He was. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, the dude that knew. He wow. was the nerd dude. Wow. This is insane. Yeah, he, yo, I'm looking at his IMDb. He got like seven movies lined up. <laughs> he was in something else recently too, where he Bad was trip. like such a oh, sp- oh right, Space Jam though. <laughs> oh, Space Jam. You know, he was in Judas like, and the Black Messiah. Space Jam. Yeah, Space Jam. Yeah, he was a very great. small part in Judas and the Black Messiah. But, um, but yeah, you know, they had to get him in there. Of course, they got all their folks in that jump. But no, man, watch the movie. Like even skipping across is like I. I was very happy when um, uh, DeWanda showed up because how they introduced her, I thought was so cute. Because I also liked that they aged the daughter up a little bit. Like she went from being like a baby to like now she's out here making yeah. cereal and waffles. And like, he's like, yeah, the crazy one's mine. And I love that interaction of, yeah, we're being set up. And I liked that the daughter. And that friend is funny too. <laughs> yes. Yes. What is his name? I've seen him on a train in New yeah. York all the time. Um freak is his name oh yeah i, I just to. had it up anthony something anthony um i've seen him so much i'm like oh i kind of like he's from barry yeah yes. no hank anthony so- i just i literally just had it up i'm sorry anthony kerrigan ah no but anthony i love Kerrigan. i love i love the one in this job man yeah she was great cat and i both struggled with her name being liz but then we really liked how they handled like oh but you can call me you know, she had these nicknames. Yeah, Swan. that was really sweet. But for the first few scenes, when it was just we was calling her Liz or Lizzie or whatever, I was like, um, 
I, my, I feel weird. <laughs> but I like the movie even addressed it. It's like, is it weird that my name is Liz? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's like, yeah, um, it is. Yeah, yeah super this, weird. Is, this is strange. <laughs> yeah, call me Hank. <laughs> um, but also, it's one of those things too, is I'm, I'm really happy that we saw this from kind of a, a male perspective where like, I feel like you see these movies and when it's time for like the single parent to date, the kid does become in question. Like, when do you introduce the kid? When, when do you forget to do excuse me, something that you normally do with the kid. And like Kevin Hart had that moment where, you know, look, man, I, I was trying to play early morning twist, me and Twister, you know, and he ended up missing. Um, yeah. And that wasn't he, his, it really wasn't his fault. It, it was so, <laughs> and I was, that was probably the worst the, the, his mother-in-law ever was when she was, when she was also like, yeah, but it, well, it wasn't just an accident. Like, it was your fault. Like, basically, yeah. it was like, it was your it was fault. Like, it was like, how? Whoa, come how? on now. Yeah. First of all, this school has a, a messed up policy, yeah. you know, that you can't, she can't wear pants. Like, she has to wear a skirt. And then, also, this little know, boy looked up her skirt. Like, you should, like, did he get punished? No, and they, they, ain't, uh, they, they ain't punished this kid at all. I had so much trouble with these. I didn't go to a Catholic school. I had so much, I did, so much man. trouble with all I, of these rules. For, yeah, you did. All right? of these rules bothered second me. Second and third grade. So second and third much. grade. So um, basically, went like around her age, same thing. And yeah, we had a we had to wear we had to wear a uniform. The girls had to wear skirts, and then like, then they had these things where like, if you like, they had these this reward system where you can win, uh, like wear any clothes you want dress down day dress down, dress down day, day. Yeah. you know dang that's crazy i didn't know that you was went to one reward <laughs> i didn't know you went to one i yeah, went to i years. went to one from kenny oh my god i went to a catholic school catholic schools from kindergarten to 12th grade yo wait you went to a catholic school your whole whole life bro wait did i not know this yeah, yeah, like literally you, my whole what? life your whole life so i went to like so a you, catholic can say, school. you can say hail mary's in your sleep yeah, yeah listen man i know all like what? really i went to a catholic school k through 12 it was such a confusing time it was like catholic school but then like and was it my the family school? was heavily baptist <laughs> this is the first time we're talking is about this that <laughs> No, man, I was in that thing, boy. I was in that thing, man. It, it, it is funny because those rules, I remember girls couldn't wear pants until I got to high school. And that wasn't even like early. I want to say I was oh, I was a I was a sophomore because the juniors and seniors girls like they they wanted to wear pants. And it was like it was a it was a big deal. Our uniforms were green and white from kindergarten through was at eighth grade and then when I got to high school it Man, was like right khaki care. and white no, and, no. <laughs> what did he say what did he say he said he, <laughs> he leaned into the mic and then said we don't really care wow speak for yourself I put speak my phone, for oh my yourself what, when the <laughs> when the colors were what, which if it was the lower school listen wow. man you listen, may not care it's intric- I was it's intricate bro. I was it's intricate okay did you notice her uniform was I like was a green one okay and, and it was the same and it's the same uh, complex right like same school like kindergarten no. through no. okay no you went it, to a it, di- like, you went to different Catholic schools different buildings yeah, yeah. so it's like okay. yeah kindergarten through fourth was in one school Fifth through eighth was in another, and then um, high school was just a whole different wow. school. Yeah, man, and the are expensive. 
Entrance are so expensive. You had to get yes, like a grant or something if you were like from a certain area. To yeah, that's right. incredible. But their rules right. are, are strict, man. Like watching this little girl ha- like have to has to be forced to put a dress on. Uh, uh, yeah. Like, but uh, I really, I really liked how they how they handled this particular transitional sort of phase of like of us seeing um, his daughter, whose name is now escaping me, uh, Maddie, mm-hmm. um, uh, getting to know um, Swan and like and ho- them spending time together. Uh, and then Kevin Hart starting to forget like li- little things or like being upset about little things and then not understand anything. Mm-hmm. But like, it, but it is seemingly clear that like Maddie's having a great time and likes Swan. Right. right. Yeah. But because he's tripping up in these way in these ways that he believes he's tripping up or it's like it's, it's these huge fallacies. He's like, oh, I have to stop. You know, I really like right. that. That that yeah. really. You know, that really rang yeah. true to like you yeah. know real behavior. When she was like, when she was like, it's too soon. You know, it's 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 uh, she's not she's not ready for this. And it's like, is she not yeah. ready or are you not ready? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. That's a tough yeah. one. <laughs> it was like similar to like the separation. He was like, oh, she's gonna like. I mean, this was at the end of the movie, but he <laughs> was like, she's gonna have separation anxiety, <laughs> and then she just like runs off, <laughs> and he's like, Matt, Matt, like, I'm gonna just go, look. I'm gonna just go look real quick. <laughs> It's like it's like yeah, you're gonna have separation. That's so crazy, man. It's so funny being around like kids and seeing them do different things and like literally grow up, like go from like not being able to talk to like run and like see them try to form words. I can't imagine what it's like to be just a single parent and you're just it's just you and the kid. Like literally, when she goes, it's just always just us. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We need more people. We need more people. Um, that's so real, man. And it's and also you can think about that kid is saying oh. that not just for her own sake, but like, yo, we we, you and me, bro, like you need a break. <laughs> like, um, I don't know, man. I really enjoyed this movie, man. I I I, I thought like I thought it was cool. Like anytime you see a black dad doing right, I'm always here for it. Like I'm literally like, yeah, let's do yeah. it. Yeah. And it was nice. It was nice because this movie, again, it felt like it wasn't made yeah, just yeah. for black people, right? Like, uh, and again, nothing wrong with movies about like inner city stuff, but it was nice to just like have like, oh, this is just like a middle class, you know, f- dad family. Like, he's not like he's not struggling with. <laughs> there's no like drugs. There's no, you know, like cops shooting at people like it was just like a very human normal experience uh and like most of the cast happens to be black you know what i mean and it was that that itself was like very fun and they found really i was surprised at how many times like they found moments of like fun and laughter like even even the yeah. boss, like the boss was funny like it was like the but banter see, yeah. between them. that's so cool to me bro. like yeah. what are you talking about like that's what life is, though, man. I feel like sometimes you see these movies and it's just so yeah. down and sad. And I'm like, even when you're poor or or if you have um, like a lot of issues, like it may not be a lot, but there are moments where like sometimes things may get so bad, you just laugh at it. Like it's just like, <laughs> what else happens? It, like people treat things like 
everything has to be either happy or sad. Whereas like there is an in-between. And this movie did a really good job of balancing the in-between of the good times and the bad. Like it, I just, it's made me very happy to see that and happy to see a black dude as a part of that. You know what I mean? Like it just was like, cool. Like, yeah, bruh. Yeah. We can do this too. The white noise bit where he's like, he was like white noise and then he just plucks in a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Like, but it worked. It worked. The vacuum but it worked. Work. And then at work, he's got this huge super. <laughs> she likes vacuum cleaners. And then the lady comes in. With, I even like how that worked out. Like the, like. I yeah. loved that. I mean, I thought that I could see that coming, but I really loved that. Like it, it, it the fact that like that the first presentation that goes wrong, yeah. the parents that he's presenting to are just like, oh, this, this that works cool. for me, you know? Because that's what life I is, really man. Like, like think about how many times like we've had to deal with somebody and they relate to a meeting because like, yeah. oh man, uh, you know, my kid had to go crazy. Like we don't shun them. It's like, yeah, man, your kid, yeah, <laughs> shit happens. Like that's. Yeah, that's what it happens. Kids be going crazy. Like, <laughs> like I, yeah, man, and it's tricky because I do want to address this. Is like this movie I was looking it up wasn't written for Kevin, like because it is an adaptation of a book. It, it not saying it was written for a white dude, but it wasn't written for a black specific performer. I mean, his name's Matt. Was the I mean, person I'm who saying, broke the uh, who wrote the book white? Was the person like whose oh, experience is based off of? I think white? there's like two fatherhood books, so one of them is a white dude. But let me make sure this one is not that one. Hmm. Oh, I also really liked. Um, I really liked the scene where he where where he runs up on the the parent meeting. And they're like, this is for mothers. And he's like, well, it says parents. First yeah. of all. <laughs> it did. It said parents outside. She's like, this is for moms. She's like, hey, man. What you, what you mean? Come I'm on, now. Wow, this dude is, is like the white guy wrote it. And then he just had a list. He was like, look, I just need you. I, listen, I need you to do it. Why, why is the crying? How, how, does, how does the crying stop? <laughs> okay. And then she got two poops. <laughs> yeah, she got two. There's two types of poops. <laughs> One's just a stream. The other's just a, it's a machine. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. No, was, was a white dude wrote this. Um, two kisses for Maddie. Okay. Matthew. Yeah, two kisses for Matt. Yeah, Matthew. You're right. Look at that. That's kind of... That's, uh, that's cool. Too. And I, I like think my that. point about it is, is like, it just shows that you can just... I think about it because I've, I've, I've heard people like, you know, Lena Dunham and other people talk about like, they don't know how to write for, you know, black actors or something like that. And I was like, no, man. You can just write a good part and cast a black person in it or another person of color in it. Like, you don't have to cast a white dude or a white woman in it. You know what I mean? Like, that's cool. Like, I don't know if you guys seen the the interview going and doing the rounds with um, director Steve McQueen, and he's just like going in on those. Oh yeah, yeah bro, so I, 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 I love that. Like share. he doesn't. He he goes in on these directors in such a way. He's like, I don't understand how you can have all these movies set in America and don't cast black people in it. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Which it doesn't. Like, it generally doesn't make sense. And I'm looking at this movie. Go ahead. But when the the interviewer was like. And why do you think that is? <laughs> and like, he just like no ask them. points to them. <laughs> just pointed to the other ask the white directors in the room. And the funny thing is, all of those directors are all uh, acclaimed and have. I think when you go back to, them, I'm about to pull it up right now. None of them have had a lead black actor in a movie, and a lot of them do movies that are a slice of American life. Not like this movie is about like the Italian mafia. It's like no, no, no. A dad 
like the descendants is like a dad, his wife dies, and like we try and figure the shit out. Yes, it's a family. Right, it's like, family. yeah, you yeah. can do the thing. This movie is proof you can do the thing and just cast people ain't got to be white every time. <laughs> well, we, you know, we want to make don't it you universal, you know. Don't you and, do this. Uh, universal looks. Don't, don't well, do I'm this. I'm just saying, when you think of just, you know, is this. The typical American family. What color do you picture? Don't do this. <laughs> White. This brings you back to, oh my god, that's so sad. But no, I mean, but listen, man, it's so real. But anyway, I, 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 I ain't even talking to Hollywood. That's just in general, man. I'm just like, we can do this. We can do it. Like this movie's proof. You can let non-white people star in movies that don't involve their race or discrimination or like some type of fucking affliction that white people put on them. Good God. Um, uh, sorry. It was just so fun. It was so refreshing to watch this movie. I'm, I'm like, it's just so damn. It's so refreshing to watch this movie, man. I don't know. Huh. Listen, I thought this movie was great. There was just one part that I thought could have been slightly improved. Right. So like, so, so Kevin Hart, right? He's there. He's changing the baby's diaper. He balls it up. He tosses it. Oh, yeah. Goes oh through the hoop. Was, yeah, yeah. Lands into the thing, right? But then it was like, there was that second the one. Second, yeah. It like splatters all over the thing. And I'm like, nah, nah. I feel like that right before he's about buddy. to do that, Steel comes in out of nowhere. He's like, hey, man, let me get that. And he takes it. He takes it. He, ball, he balls it up. And he's like. Listen, I, don't <laughs> this, but I, feel, I have a feeling like you're about to miss this. <laughs> I'm here for this. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and then he ta- then he tosses it in, you know, and it sinks it. Well, no, it goes boom, no, boom, boom, boom. All right, yeah, no, it, it hits, it hits around, and it rolls around, it rolls around. See, I thought you were going to say James, he does then it, it goes in. and realizes he's going to like miss it, so he takes out his hammer and just like shoots the poop, and the poop just like. You know, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And that obliterates it, it doesn't go everywhere, yeah, it, it, makes it, it fully disintegrates. I would accept that, too. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, sometimes I feel like Braylock looks at us right. with well, such disdain that I think his I think his camera freezes, <laughs> but then he blinks. I'm like, oh no, he just has nothing he wants to say to us. <laughs> just waiting for you to be done. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to taste the flavoriest flavor to ever flavor? Mm. Snapple is ridiculously flavorful. And you can uncap a Snapple real fact with every bottle. Like, cows produce more milk when they listen to music. Come on, leave the ridiculousness to Snapple. And grab one of your favorites that pack a punch. Explore all of the delicious flavors at Snapple.com. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by the new Disney Plus original series, American Born Chinese. Based on the graphic novel by Jean Luen Yang, American Born Chinese tells the story of an average teenager that becomes entangled in a battle with Chinese mythological gods. This star-studded cast includes Academy Award winners Michelle Yeoh and Ki Hoi Kwan, plus Daniel Wu, Jim Liu, and Ben Wang. American Born Chinese, premiering May 24, exclusively on Disney Plus. It's time for the cause. We rate and review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. So if we feel like the film fully helps the cause, we give it a black fist. If it somewhat helps the cause, we give it a white palm. And if it doesn't really help the cause at all, oh, we shit. don't give it anything. On the count of three, we're going to raise oh, shit. our ratings for fatherhood. Hmm. Okay. Three... I wonder what James is going to get. <laughs> Two. One. <laughs> what? That's Damn, Gerard, go home. What are you talking about? <laughs> All right. Two black fists only somehow okay. a white palm. That's okay. I, I, gave it, I gave it two black fists myself. Listen, so I gave three it, black fists. I would have gave it a fist, but then for some reason, I listened to Braylock's goddamn de- like description, and to me... The movie is fantastic. I love this movie. I want you to watch this movie. But when I think about, like, does this movie help more leading black actors in Hollywood? I, I don't know if Kevin Hart movies help other black actors because um, Kevin Hart is Kevin Hart, almost like this anomaly. And there's not, it's not on him, but like Kevin Hart movies don't feature new black people in them. Like if I, if I watch like a, a, a Jonah Hill or, or, or 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 Judd Apatow wow. movie. It's going to be. But what about? I'm, you heard I'm, that melody? Heard? Oh yes. You I'm sorry. Sorry. Yes. Kevin Hart movie. Sorry. You're right. Don't you're right. I, was, I think I was thinking of like. I'm sorry. You're right. Come on now. I'm sorry. You're right. Come I was on, thinking Melanie. of like adults. You're right. She was cute. And you know that you know that right. kid no, actors no. go up like. Wait, it, can I redo it? If they start young, you're right. Man, she gonna be Can I redo it? Can I redo it? Come on. Okay, baby. you're right. Just I forgot about it. her. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Three black I'm sorry. Yeah, I was thinking. Stop. I did. Don't that's what me. Melody, I was thinking baby. of adults, and I was like, that's not. <laughs> How I'm do sorry. You I don't know. Because she was great. I'm sorry. Y'all go. Like, I'll think about my explanation you later. Know. Also, I mean, not, not, I mean, obviously, Rail's career has been helped by other things, but like, you know, it's still good for him. He was good in this movie, too. He, you know, it's good. It helped, you know, yeah. it continues on. Alfred, Alfred Woodard, obviously, she already, you know, already a legend, but still, she was giving, you know, she was doing some nice, yeah, there was some yeah, great yeah. acting in there from her. Hey, this movie is definitely not going to get any nominations for her. Because yep, they, yep, you know, yep. they overlook Yeah, like yeah, this. they do. Oh, yeah. But he's so yeah. good in it. I hope they can't I mean, it would be nice damn. to at least get a Golden Globe for my man. You know uh, what I'm saying? Oh, no, we don't do those anymore. Never mind. Hell uh, yeah. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, I that's about right. That. They don't wait. No, no, they just I don't think, do I don't, think, I don't think we're doing right? it. Or do they not even do the awards? Right? I don't think they. I don't think they're doing oh, it. Damn, I, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think they legit. Yeah, I, I, think, I think they think legit got canceled. <laughs> well, a thing that was canceled that was actually yeah. canceled. You know, most of, most right. of the And um, why again? Because they were too white, and people were like, "They're yeah, too white." Also, I think they did like, something like that. And they were like, and they're like, oh, we're tired of this. We can't please you guys. 
They, they didn't get canceled. They, they pull, left. Is what happened. They were like, yeah, oh, they pulled a UCB. They're like, fine. Yeah, we don't have to do that. We they don't have to UCB. do this. Oh, y'all complaining about racism? <laughs> uh, forgive our white souls. Y'all just take it. We'll take our money and run. No. Did I say something wrong? What did oh, I say? No. UCB Lily was no. like, "Hey, y'all talk yeah. about racism. All right, we well, can't. Try. Y'all blaming nice. us. Here's a here's a panel." Good luck getting on a hair right. team, Jerry. I don't know. They were like, they left it with some people of color. They were like, hey, listen, here goes some minorities to take over and not profit off the theater like we did. Wow, that got, you know, this is a political. I don't know why that got so real. I feel um, like I got silent after I said it. Neither, I is, neither is any of that. That's not it's political. Definitely not either. political. And it's <laughs> certainly pretty, uh, there's at least 60% of the audience that's like, what are they talking um, Anywho, um thank you so much for for listening yeah uh oh right i gave it a black you're right i forget her i'm James sorry and, i didn't mean to forget her yeah, yeah. the same reason yeah yeah um, yeah melody and uh, and everybody else i mean honestly and everybody I, else. I also just will say that i think that kevin hart taking swings like this is is a, even though it's kevin hart it's still a fist because i think it, yeah. it will inspire Not, maybe we'll just saying, do a yeah. movie like this yeah know? and also inspire future actors to be like oh wow he you can do that you don't have to just be in a box like so that's it yeah that right, too. that's it. uh so thank you for listening you can follow us at black man podcast blackmanpodcast.com is our website we have links to merchandise we also have links to a defunct Patreon. Uh, we got a year's worth of episodes on there. So if you want to listen to those, it's $5 a month and then until you're good and ready to leave. Um, also, there's oh. Forever Dog Plus. Hey, Forever Dog Plus, baby. You know, sign up for that. You know, you don't have to listen to commercials. Sign up for that. For all Forever Dog podcasts. So that's pretty cool. Um and if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'll read your review on the air. That's pretty cool. I think. Unless it's a bad one, then it's like, then we're going to be mad. Yeah, then we're not going to, we won't read it. Well, uh, if it's a five-star, though, bad. we have to. That's what you said. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, we, you're right, some we will. People have done that, right? People have been like, here's five stars, <laughs> but also, the fuck is up with this? <laughs> 100%. They're like, this, is what, this is the problem with your podcast. Here's five stars. I think I'm I read all trick these, them though. into thinking that this is good, and then they're going to learn that I actually hate this. You can follow me at John Braylock. You can follow me at James Third Comedy, jamesthirdcomedy.com. You can follow me at Gerard Milligan on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I want to say this again before we leave, because I know the movie's <laughs> yeah, coming out soon. I... Gerard Milligan am not watching man, man. I'm not watching what man. I'm not watching what are you saying I'm You're not, not watching, watching blank man no What's imagine Blake a word Batman what Bat- it's two words the first half of the person's name and his second half is man no wait blank man no with- Damon Wayans? Man, it's two, he has two names. It's like watch... Blank Man, but instead of Blank, he has a different p- word for that. And then Man is the second part of his name. And it's coming out, and it's a horror movie, and I'm not going to see that movie because I'm going to try to review it on the podcast. So I want to make sure y'all oh, know I'm not going to see Blank Man. horror movie. Uh, Wait, he's not saying... talking about Candyman? The, mirrors, uh, the, 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 the camera's a reflection. Bruh, stop this. Is that what you mean, Candyman? 
No, Bray, 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 to the spirits, to the spirits. Okay. Stop. Hey, right, 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 hey, hey, Melissa, hang him up. Hang him up. Hang him up. Hey, I'm <laughs> muting him. How do we delete just? <laughs> <Cut. bro. laughs> I threw my headphones. I threw my headphones. <laughs> okay, listen. Now, here's the thing. Neither one of us can say it either because in the, the movie, Somebody said it after somebody else said it four times, and that counted as the fifth time. All right, so, all right, yeah. I'm stopping this. <laughs> Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Fonts, executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com/plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog! What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!